Hello, and welcome to the Renew Podcast. I'm so glad you've joined me. My name's Marissa. I'm a Christian with a passion for discussing faith and mental health. I hope this podcast encourages you. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Renew Podcast. This is Marissa, and I'm so glad that you joined me for today's episode. Now, if you missed my last episode, I would really encourage you to listen to that first. In that episode, I talk all about what anxiety is and how anxiety can show up in our lives and how we can move through anxiety in a way that brings us closer to God. So I pray that that episode encouraged you. And also, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that episode, I would do that before going on to this one. Okay, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about three lies of anxiety. Talking about anxiety is something that is really near to my heart as I've struggled with anxiety for about three years now and it's a huge part of my story and a huge part of um, just something that God has been working on my heart in in my life and um, I firstly just want to start by saying if you're struggling with anxiety that you are not alone in that and I know how isolating and I know how fearful it can feel to go through that but just know you are not alone and that God is with you and I pray that he would encourage you even through this episode. I think it's important to discuss these lies of anxiety because if we're not careful and if we're not rooting ourselves in God's word we can easily be swayed by the voice of anxiety. I would just encourage you as you're listening to really think about how these lies have played into your life and what the truth is that you can use to combat those lies. So the first lie that anxiety tells us is that my worth is in my performance. This lie is so prevalent in our culture today and is just something that society screams at us that we need to work and we need to prove ourselves to society and to others that that we are valuable and that we have something to offer. And we really need to examine where this lie comes from and what it's rooted in. And really it comes from hustle culture, which is just the societal norm that um, we are what we do and we are um, the work we produce and the fruit we produce in our work. But Jesus calls us to a different way of living, and that is one of resting and abiding in what he has already done. I want to read for you a passage from John 15, where Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This is one of my favorite passages, and I love how Jesus repeats throughout it to remain in him and in other translations, abide in him. We are nothing apart from Christ. None of our work, none of our striving, none of our 
toil will be for anything if it's apart from God and if it's apart from his working and his hand and his strength. And as Christians, our identity is secure in Christ. And what that means is that his life covers our life. And when God looks at us, he sees his son, perfect and blameless Jesus instead. So that means our worth is secure in Christ. It's not something we have to prove. It's not something we have to find or something we have to work for. It's something we can rest in because Jesus paid the price for us on the cross and he made a way for us to live in right relationship with him. And so this abiding, this remaining in him comes from a place of knowing our savior and knowing that he is who defines us. The second lie that anxiety tells us is that I need to figure out the future. Now, this is one that I can definitely attest to experiencing in my own life. Oftentimes when I'm feeling anxious and having anxious thoughts, it is because I'm thinking about the future and picturing it without God's presence and trying in my own ability and my own strength to plan and solve for the future. But again, Jesus calls us to a different way of living. And it's not one where we have all of the answers or have it all figured out or know exactly how our lives are going to pan out. But it's one where we are trusting in the one who has already figured it all out. The truth is Christ is better at directing our lives than we are. In Isaiah 55, 8, it says, and this is God speaking, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. In Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. This is one of my favorite verses, and I love how it just speaks to the heart of Christ, that he wants us to trust him. And he wants us to not lean on our own understanding because like Isaiah 55, 8 said, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. We can't even begin to comprehend God's thoughts and his, his, the depth of his heart. Personally, I'm in a season where I feel like God is challenging me to truly trust him with my future. Again, I think a lot of times we experience anxiety because we picture the future and we picture it without picturing God's presence there. Because in God's presence, there is peace and there is no fear. So I would just challenge you and encourage you to, next time you find your mind wandering to the future and worrying about um, all that is to come or all that might happen, take a moment and ask yourself, wait, am I picturing a future without Jesus there? The third lie that anxiety tells us is that I won't make it. And this is one I've personally experienced in really scary moments where my anxiety is overwhelming and I'm feeling panicked. And I'm sure those of you who struggle with anxiety can relate to that. In those moments, our body feels overwhelmed and our minds are racing and we We truly think we're not going to make it out of those situations. And yet even in those hard, scary situations, God meets us there 
and he speaks again a different word. God will give us strength for whatever tomorrow holds. In those moments, we have to truly rely on God's strength and his provision to lead us through. Paul says in Philippians 4, 12, and 13, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I think that is just such a great testimony to God's faithfulness that whatever tomorrow holds, whatever God might call me to tomorrow, he will give me the strength for that and the boldness to face that with him. He doesn't abandon us in our time of need, but he draws close and he says, I'm here with you and I will walk through this with you. Friend, I truly hope that this episode was an encouragement to you and just a reminder that anxiety does not have the final say. God is bigger than our hearts and he's bigger than our feelings and our thoughts and he will come through for you time and time again. Know that God is with you even in this moment, this very moment as you're listening to this podcast and ask him to show you more of himself and his very heart for you. Feel free to send this episode to a friend if you think they might benefit from it and feel free to leave a comment or a review that is really appreciated and I will see you in the next episode.